This podcast is brought to you by FanshareSports.com, a website that compiles and curates the weekly recommendations of daily fantasy industry experts for you to gauge which players will be the most popular and which players are going overlooked. Head on over to FanshareSports.com and check it out. Welcome in, everybody, to the Week 13 NFL DFS Podcast. We are going to talk some DraftKings and FanDuel cash game plays, maybe a GPP dart throw or so. But first, a review of Week 12, one of the better weeks of the year. Moves me to 9-3 and three on the year uh, profit record. So we're chugging along. We're doing really well in cash games. Uh... Hope you're enjoying the pod. 81% of my head-to-heads, obviously 100% of my double-ups and 50s. Kind of had some bad variance in head-to-heads, though, because in double-ups and 50-50s, I was near the very top, probably a 95 percentile lineup, uh, but only 81% of my head-to-heads, so I ran into a few buzzsaws. Usually those two percentages are a bit closer uh, than that. That's all right. We'll take it. Good week, big week. ROIs steadily. The ROI arrow uh, is steadily moving upwards, so we'll just keep chugging along. We'll take it. Week 13 at quarterback. And I'm going to be a little bit even more abbreviated this week, guys. Um, actually, probably going to get to my destination a little bit quicker, so that is the reason for that if, if, it's a, if this pod's only 10 minutes or so. Uh, Mahomes, I'm just going to read you my my plays or, or tell you who I am thinking about and then just give a brief synopsis of it. Uh, Mahomes, Cam Newton, Jared Goff, and Kirk Cousins are my cash game considerations at quarterback. Obviously, we know why Mahomes is, is a consideration. Uh, he's, gonna, he's going for 30 points a week, basically. His floor is 20. They're facing the Raiders. Uh, great spot for him if you have the salary, if you can find enough value plays to pay up. However, Cam Newton with the rushing upside against the awful Buccaneers, I think is going to get into my cash game lineup. If not, Jared Goff. Uh, they have a 33 implied point total. Their offense is just clicking. They've had two weeks off. McVay's had two weeks to prepare. For the Lions, they're weather-free in the Dome in Detroit, and Detroit's pass defense has been terrible outside of Darius Slay. So it's a no-brainer with Goff as well. And if you can't find that salary, if you have so many studs in your lineup that you need to pay down, you need an extra five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars Kirk Cousins is going to have to keep pace with the Patriots in Foxborough, match them point for point, blow for blow. They already throw the ball a ton. He has two of the best receivers in the league. I think that he has a pretty good game at 5,500. At running back, the pool is pretty narrow up top. I only really want Gurley and McCaffrey in my lineup. Obviously, you guys know they're the two workhorses uh, on this slate outside of Saquon Barkley. But Barkley has a bad matchup, so I think I'm going to try to jam in Gurley and McCaffrey. In the mid-tier, I love Aaron Jones. He's up to 20 touches a week in his last three games. The Cardinals are a run funnel, and I think the Packers are going to turn the Cardinals over a few times and get into a really positive game script where 
Jones can get it done uh, on the ground in the second half. Uh, Philip Lindsay, I think he's going to hit a home run or two against a Broncos-Bengals team that is just getting smashed by running backs. So even though he's not going to get a ton of touches, the volume isn't going to be there like it is for most of uh, the other backs on this list. I think he really has a shot to hit a home run, 50, 60, 70-yard touchdown. If he's not in your cash game lineup, I'd put him in the GPP lineup. Below Lindsay, I'm not really interested in some of these value guys like uh, Gus, Gus the Bus, Lamar Miller, Naheem Hines, the Jags running backs. They're all well and good, but they have just too many holes that you can poke in their game. Gus isn't involved in the passing game. Lamar Miller is, he's Lamar Miller. Like Sometimes he busts a 97-yard run. Sometimes he has 20 carries for 60 yards, and that's it. Uh, Naheem Hines, bad matchup. I just want to pay up for more touches than what he's going to see. And the Jags, I think Yeldon and Hyde are going to split time and kind of cannibalize each other. However, as of right now, Friday afternoon, good thing I waited till now, Kyrion Johnson and Kareem Hunt's status are up in the air. Kareem Hunt, obviously, I'm sure you guys will see by the time you listen to this, he was caught on hotel surveillance uh, beating up a woman. Terrible. Uh, maybe out this week. Maybe out uh, further weeks. I, I'm not really sure. Obviously, if he's out, Spencer Ware catapults to a lock. Uh, and also, you could kind of take a look at Theo Riddick if Kerryon Johnson is out, which he is doubtful right now. Wide receiver. Uh, the Vi- I like the Vikings wide receivers in Hopkins up top, but I don't think I'm going to have the salary to pay for them. I'm probably going to have to, at at the very best, get Kenny Galladay in my lineup. He's going to see a ton of targets this week, and even if he does, if he's not efficient with them, he should he still should catch five, six, seven, eight balls. Uh, I really like Adam Humphreys, uh, especially now that Deshaun Jackson's out. You could even consider Chris Godwin. They're going to throw the ball a bunch against the Panthers, uh, and he is really has a lot of chemistry with Jameis Winston, uh, Adam Humphreys does. Caught a touchdown last week while he was in my cash game lineup, appreciate that. Uh, so Humphreys for sure. Bruce Ellington's only 3,500, he's going to be the wide receiver two out of the slot in, D- in Detroit, probably should see six, seven, eight targets, catchable targets, probably catch them all because they are those low A dot slot targets that he gets. And then that mid-tier, I think DJ Moore is pretty much a lock. Despite the fact that Funchess is back this week, I don't think that's going to... I just think he's surpassed Funchess in Cam's eyes as the best receiver on the team. He's just going to get those seven, eight, nine targets. And he can do so much with them after he catches them. That's the difference. Funchess just catches the ball and falls down. DJ Moore catches the ball, shakes three guys, and runs for 80 yards. So I think he's definitely in play. And Corey Davis. I think I like DJ Moore a little bit better than Corey Davis just because of the volume. Uh, but Corey Davis is also in play if you need to spend down from more if you don't have the salary for more. I think he's 100 or 200 cheaper on DraftKings. At tight end, Eric Ebron obviously is probably going to be a stone cold lock in most cash lineups now that Jack Doyle's out. He's most weeks he's involved in the offense anyway. Just wasn't getting a, a huge percentage of the snaps because of Doyle. Now he probably will probably going to be my cash game lock uh eric ebron travis kelsey obviously if you're going to pay up he's the guy to pay up for paid up for uh george kittle last week didn't really work out but i don't think there's any way that eric ebron gets you uh, a bagel this week or disappoints like cj uzama or 
David Njoku has in past weeks. By the way, C.J. Uzama, nice dart throw in tournaments this week. Uh, Driscoll, who is going to be at quarterback for the Bengals, targeted him eight times in less than two quarters. And Uzama has only been on only been off the field for one snap in the last three games, so that's huge. I like him in tournaments. Um, at DST, Packers, Chiefs, Rams, Colts are going to be the four that I look at. Packers are getting after the quarterback. Fifth adjusted sack rate. They pressure the quarterback like crazy, and Rosen's taking a ton of sacks. I think they're going to be my number one priority, but if not, I really like the Chiefs. Uh, they're also getting after the quarterback like crazy. Justin Houston's coming off the edge like an animal, and Derek Carr is just taking sack after sack. They've taken he's taken two or three sacks I think in every game this year. Um, so those are the two defenses that I'm really targeting. If you have to, and the Chiefs are 2,500, so I mean that's pretty much bare minimum. I really want to get those guys into my lineup if I can't fit the Packers. All right, core four this week. I am gonna go. I'm gonna go off the board here. Because, you know, Gurley, McCaffrey, sure, everybody's going to have them in their lineups. They're going to be very popular. Uh, And the same thing with Eric Ebron. I'm going to take a stand on Aaron Jones this week. I think he's going to have a big week. I'm going to take a stand on Cam. Cam is going to have a big week. And also I'm going to say to get the Packers defense in your lineup. So I gave you, there's about eight, eight, players there or defenses that I, I mentioned that I want in my lineup. Um, I really like all those plays. And then obviously, if Kareem Hunt is out, Spencer Ware is a stone-cold lock. All right, guys, that is going to do it. Sorry it was abbreviated. Wasn't headed home this week. Headed to a different destination, so I didn't have a full 15, 20 minutes to drive. At Pat James DFS on Twitter. All my stuff is up on 4 for 4 and Fanshare Sports. I feel like a lot of things are going to shake out from now until Sunday at 1 o'clock. So make sure that you keep abreast of the news with Hunt and Kerryon Johnson and Eric Ebron has a back issue, but I think he's going to play. There's just a ton of stuff. This is basically a first look. Uh, but... Did you think I cut out? No, I just didn't think. I just didn't really know what to say there. First look. Good luck in week 13. I'm I'm out of things to say right now. I don't even know why I'm continuing. Hope all your screens are green. At Pat James DFS on Twitter. You probably turned this off 30 seconds ago. Uh, have a good weekend. <laughs>